back to the show. You incredible human being. You incredible human being. Thank you for thank you for turning up again. You want to thank yourself for turning up again, actually. Um, because it's incredible what you're doing. I really do appreciate what you're doing for me, tuning into my stuff, listening to my material, taking time out of your idea to do that. But deeper within that, just look at what you're actually doing for yourself. Recognize what you're actually doing for yourself. And ironically, that's actually what I want to speak about a little bit more on the episode today. And it's something which I did touch on on my Instagram. I've done a live earlier today. Um, if you don't have me on there, Bailey underscore Hogwood, whoever posting content on there. But I actually done a live on it earlier today. And it was about it was about that fundamentally. It was about that, the recognition of yourself, but also the importance of recognizing yourself the journey, the process, the progress that you've made, but also recognizing what you've actually got, what you've accomplished, what you've done, and what you actually do have in your life. And the reason why I felt such a need to talk about it is because I feel like the the paradoxical mindset that we can often find ourselves in when we do decide to commit and do decide to better ourselves with the understanding that in order for our life to get better, we must get better. And we're on this pursuit of elevating ourselves, elevating the quality of our life, going after this result, this thing, whatever it is to you. The moment you decide to do that is the moment that you make yourself vulnerable to a way of thinking, which is known as the gap mentality. And the whole concept of the gap mentality the full concept is the gap and the gain. And it was a it was a concept that was created by Dan Sullivan, who is an incredible expert in mindset, development, human progression. And what he does is primarily focuses with people who are high performing, high achieving entrepreneurs, athletes, very, very successful people, but fundamentally within people who struggle and starve themselves of the recognition of the joy and of the gratitude of themselves, their journey, their progress, and where they actually are right now. And the reason why I feel like this is such an important thing to talk about is because I've actually experienced it and continue to experience it. It's always a journey of experiencing it. But the moment that I became aware of this is the moment that I actually felt like I had another tool in my arsenal for me to consciously take control over my life, over my energy, over my emotions, and over my thoughts, and overall over my experience in the present moment. Because me, I've always operated with a mentality, and it serves to some degree, because it always helps me strive to become better. But it can be detrimental because I never actually appreciate myself. And it's that whenever I do something, regardless of how good I do it, right? No matter what I accomplish, no matter what I do, somebody from the outside looking in will see how incredible that is. And they will admire what that is. They will congratulate me on what actually is, right? But I don't see it. I'm blinded to it, completely blinded to it. And what I, and I am getting a lot better with this, but what I used to always do was I was only ever able to focus on and become aware of and remember and be reminded of the things that I didn't do. 
the things that I haven't yet achieved, how I could have done better. So let's use it, for example, within football. You know, I played football for a lot of years. I was good at football. I still believe that I am, to be fair, after a recent charity football match experience, which I never decided to do again. <laughs> but let's use football for me for an example. And even when I had my my business, you know, um, in network marketing, I was doing really well in terms of, you know, closing calls and closing sales and being able to, you know, be good at sales, be able to good at coaching people. I was so oblivious and unaware to what I was actually doing and how good I actually was at doing certain things because I was in the gap thinking. And the gap mentality is where you have an ideal, which we all have an ideal. We all have a version and a vision of the most compelling future, which is the most ideal of ideal scenarios that could have unfolded, right? That's the ideal. It's if every single thing, which is an impossibility, went absolutely perfect, that is the ideal. Now, the gap thinking is where you always compare what you have actually done, the tangible thing that you've actually done, you compare that to the ideal, which is intangible, doesn't actually exist yet. Doesn't actually exist yet. You've created it in your mind. That is the expectation. It's an ideal. It's a goal. It's an objective. Now, the gap thing is where you always compare where you are, what you've done, what you've accomplished to that ideal. And the reason why that mentality can be so detrimental to your well-being and the, ultimately your enjoyment in life is because you will only ever see the things that you didn't do and the things that you haven't got. And you will never feel good for that. It's great to have the awareness of so you can improve and be able to reflect and course correct and ultimately elevate to the next level, which is why I am grateful for that mentality to some degree because it allows me to push the boundaries and really excel and exceed. But it comes at a consequence where that's the only thing that I'll focus on. And if that's the only thing that you are focusing on when you decide to improve the quality of your life or where you are right now in improving the quality of your life, you might already be doing it you might be just stuck and fixated in that gap thinking, achieving certain things, making certain progress, but you are so blinded and oblivious to it because all you're seeing is the things that you haven't done and the things that you haven't got because you're measuring where you actually are, which is real, which is tangible, which is objective, right? It's happened to this ideal, which is intangible, doesn't actually exist yet, hasn't happened yet. And that gap from where you are to where you want to be, can only ever consist of the things that you haven't done and the things that you haven't got. And you'll only ever be reminded of those things. And that method of thinking for me, it's draining. It really is draining. It's beneficial to a degree because it allows me to be dissatisfied, which is a creative state. When we're dissatisfied, that is a creative state. Bob Proctor always said you should never be satisfied, right? But there's a key distinction between happiness and satisfaction. You're going to be happy and dissatisfied. Just because you're dissatisfied doesn't mean you have to be miserable, right? You can be very grateful and appreciative and happy where you are right now, but dissatisfied. 
You have a desire to elevate. You have a desire to go more, which is what we're here to do. We're growth-centric beings. When we are progressing, that is when we feel our happiest. You know, spirit is always for expansion and expression. It's create or disintegrate. You know, if we're not going forward, we're going backwards. So it's good to have that element of dissatisfaction with our performance and with our results. But if that's all we are ever focused on, then we're dissatisfied and unhappy. And that's where it becomes a paradox, paradoxal way of operating. Because essentially what we're seeing is that I'm going to be happy when I get the ideal. But this is the thing. If all we're ever focused on is an ideal, then that is like trying to chase the sunset over the horizon. You're never going to catch it. It's always going to get further away from yourself. You're never actually going to catch it. And it's exactly the same with that emotion that you want to feel, that you are attaching to the accomplishment of that thing, of that ideal. The more you attach your the feelings that you want to feel to the ideal is to the degree in which you will sever your connection and distance yourself from that emotion. Because all we ever have is the present moment. Time is an illusion. It's an absolute illusion. The body doesn't actually understand the concept of time. It doesn't understand time. Time is ego. We create a time, right? It doesn't actually exist. All we actually ever have is the present moment, right? All you can ever be is here and now. That's, that's all that can happen. You can only ever be here and now. Can't be anywhere else. Right, you can't be anywhere else. Right, the the point in time in which you are actually listening to this podcast episode now, we're watching this on YouTube. Right, for me, it's ten o'clock at night in the UK. Now, if I was to rewind the clock twenty four hours, then technically this moment to me would actually be the future. Right, it would actually be the future. And this time tomorrow, technically right now, is the future. But when we're in the moment, it's now. You know, you're not in the future right now. You're in the you're in the present moment. If I was to ask you where you are, you're just like, oh, I'm here. When is it? Now. <laughs> that's it. Time is actually an illusion. So the reason why that's important to understand is because if we are operating with the mindset of I'm actually going to feel proud of myself, I'm actually going to feel accomplished, and I'm actually going to feel grateful and happy when I get this thing, what we are telling our body is that I am not happy in the present moment. So can you start to say why it's like chasing the sunset on the on the horizon? Because you place the emotions, which you only ever want a thing because of the emotion that you think it's going to give you. That's the reality. But you're placing that emotion on this futuristic accomplishment. And the reason why you'll never get it, and the reason why Dan Sullivan formulated and created the, the gap in the gain analogy and has now helped countless people overcome it, millionaires and billionaires, highly successful, materialistic, wealthy people overcome those adversities because they were in the gap thinking they were placing the feelings that they wanted to feel on the accomplishments and in the pursuits of these futuristic ideals. And it's a paradoxical way of thinking because you think when you get the thing, you're then going to feel the feeling, but you might get a temporary sense and a feeling of it, but then it's just going to attach yourself to the next thing and then the next thing. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I thought it was 1 million, right? Okay, it, it's 10. I thought it was 10. It mustn't be 10. It must be 100. It must be a billion. And this is what people who are clients of Dan Sullivan actually see it, that they have found themselves trapped in the cycle of thinking. So that's the gap thinking. 
it's comparing where you are to where you want to be and only ever focusing on that only ever focusing on that being able to look at those things is powerful because you can learn reflect see how you can improve and go on and go forwards you've got something to move towards right but if that's all you ever focused on you're depriving yourself of the of the fruits of the present moment so what's the alternative well it's the gain thinking now the gain thinking is where you compare where you are right now to where you were six months ago, a year ago, two, three, five, seven, 10, 15, whatever it is. Because when you compare where you are to where you were, where you are, tangible, actually happened. Where you were, tangible, actually happened. And what you will then be able to see when you reflect instead of compare, you will be able to see the journey and the progression. And yes, okay, you might not have executed to your idealistic version. Truth be told, you probably never will. Right? Okay, great, yeah. But look at where I was. Look at how far I've come. And it's in that moment you get a sense of relief, you get a sense of self-confidence, and you actually start to begin to feel proud and grateful for yourself for going on the journey. Because it can be easy to slip into the gap where you're thinking if you have an ideal, if you've got this goal, which we all have an ideal, whether it's an ideal version of our relationships, an ideal version of our body, of our bank account, of our lifestyle, of our environment, of our circumstance, of our results, whatever it is, right? We all have an ideal, which is good to have. You know, it's the spiritual essence of what we are. Spirit is to want things. So we're always going to have an ideal. But it can be easy to just slip into the gap we have thinking where you compare what you've actually got, which is tangible, which has actually happened, to an ideal, which is intangible, which hasn't happened. And when you do that, you're depriving yourself of the joy and of the fruits of the present moment. You're depriving yourself of the gratitude that you deserve to have for yourself, for your journey and for your progress. Yes, you might slip off. Yes, you might, you might have slipped off right now. You might have walked away from whatever you were doing. That is absolutely true. That might have actually happened. But it isn't any good just focusing on that. Pick yourself back up. Pick yourself up. It's not a straight journey. It's not a, it's not a straightforward moving thing, right? That's just not how it works. But pick yourself back up. Remind yourself of how far you've come. And when you do reflect on that, and I'm doing it now as I'm speaking because I'm trying to compare myself to my current ideal, and thinking, oh, well, I should have done this, I should be doing that, or I could be doing this, or I could be doing that. Like, Jesus Christ, of course those things could be happening. There's always going to be something that I could be doing that I could have, right? And it does deprive me of actually enjoying where I actually am because where I am right now is actually where I once wanted to be, right? And me, a year ago, looking at where I am now, I would have been over the moon. But there's times where I'm in where I am right now and I'm like, oh, God, yeah, but it still isn't it because it's that, I want that, I want this to be that way and I want to be that way and just that, 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 that. And when I catch myself in that way of thinking, it just robs me of feeling proud of myself. It robs me of my self-esteem. It robs me of my self-confidence. It robs me of it. It deprives me and it robs me of joy in the moment and appreciating where I am right now in my life. So when we do begin to become aware of when we're in the gap thinking, which everybody slips into, Dan Sullivan slips into it, and he was the person who 
created the analogy of this. We're going to slip into it. It's inevitable. But it's about in the moment catching yourself into it and not beating yourself up, thanking yourself for even having an ideal, but then just reflect for a moment and go, okay, great, yeah, okay, I could have done that, yeah. But that way I was a year ago. Yeah, okay, we're a long way, yep. And Jesus Christ, this, this thing that I just do now, it wasn't even a thought in my mind before. I used to really need to think about it. I never even have a desire to do it. And it's, it's in those moments where you begin to remind yourself, yeah, we're doing this. You begin to connect back to yourself. Yeah, we're doing this. It's happening. I know, I know I've got a way to go, absolutely. But I'm here for the journey. And there's a saying that goes that the man who enjoys walking will walk further than the man who enjoys the destination. And I feel like the, the deepness within that is that ultimately, if your journey towards a destination, towards a pursuit is miserable, if it's depriving you of any enjoyment, if it's sucking your soul out of your body, then the likelihood of you getting to that destination, you might still do it. You might get to the next destination after that, but is it going to be worth it? Yes, you might acquire materialistic things. Yes, you might acquire riches, social recognition, all that stuff. Yeah, you might, but how do you feel on the inside? So I do feel like it's an important thing to create awareness of. And I think especially in this day and age where we have so many ideals that we can be compared to on Instagram and on social media and on so many outlets and just in life within your friendship circles or whatever, in your workplace. It can be very easy to compare yourself to somebody else and an ideal. But just become more mindful of it. Become more mindful of it and just understand that it has its purpose. It has its benefits being in the gap thinking because that is where you get to be self-critical, which is essential for self-improvement and self-growth. However, it's detrimental when that is the only thing that you are focused on. When you aren't recognizing yourself, you are robbing yourself of the joy. And you deserve joy. You deserve recognition. You deserve to be proud of yourself. You deserve all of that. It's your birthright. But operating and fixating in the gap thinking is what will deprive you of that. And I do feel like in that moment, it doesn't matter how much money is in the bank. It doesn't matter about what cars you have, what clothes you have on your body, what watch is on your wrist, what phone is in your hand, what house you are living in. None of those things matter if you aren't actually happy. They just, they just don't. And this is why I say so many billionaires that will kill themselves because it's the acquisition of materialistic things does not equate to internal peace or happiness. If internally you are robbed and deprived of happiness, then the more materialistic things that you would accumulate will likely put you into a deeper hole, which is why billionaires kill themselves, right? Not every billionaire, but a lot of them do because that is the way of thinking that they catch themselves in. So really all we're ever after is a feeling. All you ever want to feel is loved. That's to the core of everything. You just want to feel love. That is to, that's just real talk to the core of everything. You just want to feel love. And do you feel loved when you are always and only ever critiquing yourself and degrading yourself and putting yourself down 
and reminding yourself of what you didn't do and punishing yourself for what you didn't do, either physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Do you feel loved in that moment? No. So how do we flip the switch? It's by actually loving yourself and giving yourself some recognition. Okay, yeah, great. You haven't lived up to the ideal. You never will. Elephant in the room. You never will. But look what you have done. Look where you've came from. Look what you did do. So what you essentially want to do, you want to program yourself and you want to prove to yourself that I am this person. I am growing. I am evolving. I am improving. I am elevating. I am these things. And like Alex Harmosi said, you don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror. You become confident by stacking undeniable proof that you are who you say you are. And when you reflect on the journey, on your growth, on the things that you have actually done tangibly, you have actually done, they're not an ideal, they're not untangible. They are tangible things that you have actually done. When you recognize and reflect on those things, what you are doing is reminding yourself, I actually am progressing. I actually am elevating. And you're going to start forming the subconscious belief and the self-image of somebody who is progressing, somebody who is elevating, but also of somebody who feels proud of themselves, somebody who feels loved, somebody who feels successful. Because on the external, if you have the material acquisition of wealth, but on the internal, you feel poor, then you are not successful. Absolutely not. You fell off the bandwagon. That's what you've done. Your ego has robbed you of that. You've been a hostage to your ego instead of being a host to God. God just being love, right? And this is a mentality that I often find myself trapped in where just being a hostage to my ego, constantly fixating on the things that I haven't done, the things that I could have done better, the things that I haven't got, right? Beating myself up on the things like that, right? Purely being a hostage to my ego because in that moment, I am severing my connection from God. I am severing my connection from it. And to see that ego is edging God out. Ego, edging God out. And what's God? God is just love. And in those moments when you are completely fixated on the things that you haven't done, putting yourself down, punishing yourself, reflecting on what you haven't got, how things always could have been better, what you don't have, what you don't like, pure gap thinking, right? You are severing your connection with God. You're severing your connection with love and gratitude and peace because you're fixated on the negatives. And there's no benefit that can come from that from elongated periods of time. If you're dabbling in it and you're using it to your advantage and you are aware of what the ideal is and you are aware of how you can actually improve and optimize, fantastic. Go in that thinking, get the resources and the knowledge so that ultimately you can become wise, learn from what you've done, improve on what you've done, you've acquired the wisdom and you're making progress. Fantastic. But don't just become a slave to that mindset because that is when you will rob yourself of the fruits and of the failings that you actually want to fail. So a practical exercise within this, that you can actually take away to make it more of an automated way of thinking of the, of the gap, uh, sorry, of the gain. And it's by grabbing a pen, grabbing a paper or using your phone, ideally a pen and paper. And at the end of each day, Write down three wins for the deer. Three wins for the deer. And if you're anything like I was, sometimes I'm, that might be the hardest thing that you need to do 
think of three things that's a win three things that went well three reasons why you're proud of yourself that might be the biggest thing on earth for you to find a do i had such a resistance to that the first time i've done it it was just like it was horrendous and for me that screamed the importance of me doing the exercise and sitting down with it so i think it's quite sad that i couldn't recognize that but everybody else could see it but i couldn't see it i couldn't feel it so write down three wins for the year. Write down three reasons why you're proud of yourself and write down three goals for the next year that you're going to accomplish. And form the habit of doing it. Flex that muscle. Flex that power inside of yourself and recognize yourself. Recognize the journey. And just keep going. Keep making the progress. Striving towards the ideal, but also recognizing the journey that you're on. And finding the love and the gratitude for the progress that you are making. Even if you feel like you're falling off the bandwagon, it's all a part of the journey. Pick yourself up. You're building resilience. Pick yourself up. You don't build resilience by having all the doors opened and having life in a straight line. What characteristic traits are you going to build in that moment? None. Whatever you were going through, whatever happens, has to happen. It has to. If you don't think that, think that it makes you feel a little bit better about what's happening. Find the lesson and execute the lesson. And then what you'll find is you will grow. And you will find that if that didn't happen, you probably wouldn't have learned that lesson. And you probably wouldn't be where you are now. You wouldn't be the person who you are. So I hope you found value in that. That's the gap in the gear. And the book, the Dan Sullivan, the gap in the gear. And I couldn't recommend it enough. It's, it's an incredible book. It really is an incredible book, especially if you are on the journey of going after your ideal. It's, um, it's powerful stuff. So if you did find value, share it, share the message, share it all. It's, um, it's, it's incredible. Just saying the people who is sharing this, it's actually beautiful, but yeah. If you do find value, please share it. And as always, I'm grateful for yourself. And as always, we're going to sign it off with the mind being the creator. Your mind is a creator. You are the observer. And your life can change in an instant the moment that you decide to change. Peace out.